0: Welcome to episode number 39, it's Fonger News, the student manager, special guest, Efren Galvin, Director of Admissions, OCC, other known as Orange Coast College. Efren, we are in person, in studio, great to see you. What a concept, I know. Thank you very much for having me, I'm excited to be here. You know, I gotta tell my audience and followers, most of them have been listening to my remote podcast online, from home, Murph Cargus is in the house, great to see you Murph. And we got to give it up for our executive corporate sponsors. A new place. You got to go to Shorebird. Oh, absolutely. Shorebird is right down there, uh, down on the peninsula. Ask for Alex, the GM. Tell him Fonger sent you. I've already sent like four or five friends in the last week. It's been great. Amazing food. We're here during a world pandemic. Things have changed. I know we have talked several times on the phone, and I'm kind of glad you're here in studio, because if we would have had you on maybe a month ago, so much has changed since. But I'm going to get right down to it, because me, I'm trying to help parents and students with the college search and admission process. And I think today's world, things have changed so much that they need to know some options and alternatives as this Global pandemic, other known as COVID-19, is here. Orange Coast College is right down the street here in Costa Mesa. Amazing school, amazing campus. It's time to sell how to be a pirate. But right away, I guess my followers and listeners, and I do want to know,
1: what is fall going to look like at OCC? Well, that's a great question. And I have some information current, uh, but as you know, things can change. So right now, the plan at Orange Coast College is to offer uh, what we call fully online courses. And for your listeners out there and all of you college students know, that means you follow the course at your pace. You log in when you want. You do the work when you want. Uh, There's probably some due dates that your term papers and such are due, et cetera. But if you want to log in at 2 o'clock in the morning and do your work, you can. We also have what we're calling the sync remote courses, which... We're, calling it, we're titling Live Online, which means you do have a meeting pattern, and that meeting pattern might be Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., mm-hmm. two days a week, and the rest of the course is completed online at your pace. But you have a meeting pattern, so to speak, just like you would if you were on campus. Currently, we do have a few biology, chemistry labs that are scheduled, and I'll be careful how I say this now, that are okay. scheduled to be online, with limited capacity. Right. And that would mean, rather than have 30 students in a class, if the lab meets twice a week, then 15 students will be there on Monday. The other 15 will go on Wednesday. And the same for Tuesday, Thursday classes. So you don't have a full classroom. It allows for social distancing. And in between the class sessions, there's an opportunity to clean, disinfect, right. et cetera, et cetera. And at that time, if and I'll be careful, if we are allowed to offer courses in that uh, d- deliverable option, students will be required to you know, wash in, wash out, masks, that sort of thing. Um, but I think the protocol will be uh, fully developed and in place once a determination is made that um, on, on, in, in person, rather, is actually an option for the fall term.
0: So if I'm hearing correctly, not a hybrid mode,
1: More A, 100% online. Well, it will will be hybrid because the course itself, remember, most of these lecture labs are that way. The lecture can be a hybrid combination of uh, Zoom or sync remote, as we call, along with the lab portion. And the lab portion is where it's a challenge because if you've taken a lecture lab combo before, you're aware that you can only do the lab work where? In a lab. It's hard to do chemistry experiments in your kitchen, experiments rather in your kitchen, or <laughs> uh, biology uh, experiments in, in you know, your own bedroom, et cetera. You need a place in which you have the proper equipment. So that would be the on-campus portion is probably the right. lab portion of a lecture lab combo.
0: So let's get this straight. I mean, parents I talk to, people I talked to in Southern California, and even students making that decision, right? When COVID hit in March, April, that's when students were hearing about where they're getting admitted to. So how has this virus pandemic, what we're going through, impact
1: OCC admissions enrollment? You know, Orange Coast College has always been a destination college, Um, And for those of you that may not understand what that means is, for a community college, we're not a place that students just go to because you couldn't get admitted to a four-year institution of your choice. We have students that choose to go to Orange Coast College for a number of reasons. It's not because it was the only place. Um, They could be valedictorians of their high school. They could be 3.9, 4.0, higher than that. But Orange Coast College has something for them. We also have a big legacy population where students will say to us, well, my mom went here, my dad went here, my older brother or sister went here, and they transferred to this institution, that institution. And I use the example of, of um, the UCs and private institutions and such like that. There's already in place an automatic success. They've gone to Orange Coast two years, two and a half, whatever it takes, and then they've been successful to transfer to the institution of their choice. And oftentimes a first-time freshman may not get into that school of choice, whatever it, whatever it is, UC this, Cal State that, private institution. So their option then is, let me go to community college, get my general education coursework done, and then transfer to the school that I really want to get into. And as you know, you've been doing this for a long time, Priority is given to transfer students when it comes to four-year institutions because they need someplace to go. So let's talk about
0: that because students and parents aren't familiar. I'm going to use the acronyms and I want you to be specific and tell my audience what it is because my guest next week, he has actually graduated modern day. He's decided to go to OCC and his goal is to get into the Cal. Right? His sister graduated OCC and she is now at Cal. Two years. So talk to me about parents. Listen to this. You could do research. Tag and tap. Go, Efren. <laughs> Tag. Transfer admission guarantee. Um, notice and- how he said guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Luckily for us, as you know, there are, there are several UCs out in, uh, in California. We're blessed to have such a great uh, academic system in both the CSUs and, uh, and the UCs, along with our community colleges. Um, what a student basically does is says, my goal is to get into UCI or UC Santa Barbara. I'll use those two as an example. And they want to get into a particular major. What has happened is those universities, those UCs, have said to schools like OCC, if a student completes the following coursework with the following GPA, they will be guaranteed admission to our institution. That's that transfer admissions guarantee. Now, it falls upon the student, you must must complete the coursework, must have the proper GPA, and that would guarantee your admission. So, that's key. And We have information on our website. If you go to orangecoastcollege.edu and go to student resources and you click the counseling office page, it gives you, lists all the schools that participate, requirements. You will have direction on how to make a counseling appointment once you are a student at Orange Coast College so you can put together your transfer plan. So that allows you to participate in this transfer admission guarantee. And it extends even further. Right now, we are finalizing a program with UCI for engineering students Hmm. who, if they're not lucky enough to get into the engineering or one of the engineering programs at UCI, the intention is to have them redirected to Orange Coast, complete all their coursework that they would do as an undergrad, and then just go right back to UCI. Again, that type of a program. And this is new because this was not one of those programs that existed previously, but it does now. So we're working on that. Transfer mission guarantee. The colleges that stick out in my
0: mind for for the people out here, especially the followers and listeners, we got sweatshirt brand people, <laughs> Efren. Swe- you know what a sweatshirt brand is, right? Yes. Let me wear my Cal sweatshirt. <laughs> sure. We can even go UC Santa Barbara and then UC Irvine. But now we're gonna go into um, what TAP is because I think that's the bigger college that everyone wants to hear about. Talk to me about TAP and UCLA. Well,
1: I... You know, the transfer ad- ad- admission partner and that, the, the TAP program itself, um, it's, it's, you know, it's in place with UCLA. There are different requirements that mm-hmm. are required. I, I wish I could you know, read them back to you line by line. Unfortunately, I can't. But again, that information is on our website. I would, I would really recommend that you go there to get the information that you need because the two biggest schools that students want to go to, uh, let's face it, are Cal, in UCLA. Right. Also UC San Diego, top transfer institutions, destination schools that they want to go to. But this one with UCLA in in particular is one of the ones that we look at and say we're proud to be a part of that and have a partnership with UCLA. Uh, But again, a lot of information to cover. I'd recommend that you go to the website, get information on it. And at that point, speak with a counselor at the college to get additional information. We're lucky to have a transfer center on our campus. And those are folks that are specialists that can give you details, expectations, transfer rates, that sort of thing. So that would be helpful.
0: So let's talk about that student because I think you have about 20,000, 22,000. 22,000. Right. I mean, these students, they're there for a purpose and they're there for a reason. Yeah. They're smart. They're high achievers coming out of high school, maybe not getting into the college of their choice or maybe just not ready, or for example, in a global pandemic and a lot of unknowns, and you're absolutely right, things are changing every day. By the time this podcast airs, shoot, you might not even be going to school starting in. When are you Are you guys fall uh, quarter or semester? No, we're semester. Okay, so late September. No, August 24th. Oh, I'm sorry. I got that mixed up, yeah. you're right. August 24th. Semester, yeah. August 24th. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that student. What type of student for those students out there and uh, my followers that are parents that are these high achievers that are coming out of high school, what are their GPAs? And I would normally say ACT SAT, but now that's not even going to happen next year. Tell me about some of these classes they're taking, the
1: rigor, and then what to expect when they're at OCC. You know, there are a lot of parts to answer on that. I'll, I'll start with incoming students, the beauty of a community college and the beauty of a of college like Orange Coast College is that we serve all our students, regardless of whether you're the valedictorian, the 4.5 GPA, that is looking for a place to challenge you, as well as that student who maybe didn't take high school seriously or felt that high school didn't have something they were looking for, because we have programs that range from biology, chemistry, um the uh, allied health programs, uh, student who wants to become a doctor, lawyer, uh, in anything like that, accountant, CPA, you name it, those rigorous programs exist. However, we also have those programs that maybe students didn't realize existed or didn't realize were an option. Mm-hmm. And those programs are you know, the career education programs, and they could be anything from, and you know, some of these you might not realize exist, but you can complete them in in two years and all of a sudden be making anywhere from 25 to $45 an hour. And courses like aviation maintenance, aviation science, cardiovascular technology, culinary arts, dental assisting, dent uh, digital media arts, EMS, you can be an emergency medical services technician. HVAC, uh, heating, um, uh, special trade, exactly, you know, be HVAC in manufacturing, photography, real estate, respiratory care, welding technology. A student just says, I want to be trained, I want to get skills and knowledge, and I want to get into the work world. We even have students who were the top of the class who say, I want to get into a trade. This is what I want to do. And I'll share this with you. When I talk to students who left Orange Coast College and have gone elsewhere, one of the things that sticks to me is they say, the rigor of the academic coursework I received while at OCC was some of the best rigor I had, and I learned so much from instructors who care and wanted to help me reach my goals. And that's important. So that our students, when they transfer to those big time institutions, the UC here and the Cal State, they're ready and they don't have to say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't learn that at my community college. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't prepared for that. No one taught me that. You're not going to hear that. Because our folks are prepared to be able to get into those rigorous institutions, especially in those programs that we're talking about that are high demand, the engineering, uh, the biology, the chemistry, the physics, those demanding programs. So I'm a student today. For, first of all, any class of 20 seniors, is it too late to enroll in OCC? Absolutely not. Applications are still open. If you go to the application portal and just go to, again, orangecoastcollege.edu, you'll see a big ribbon that says, Apply Now. Click that application link. You're actually going to apply for summer, fall. Uh, this does not mean that you have to enroll in summer courses. It just means we're going to admit you for the summer term and the fall term because we do have some late starting summer classes that have yet to begin. We have another set of courses that begin on uh, the 20th of July. And I think we even have some that are only two-week uh, length courses that might start as late as uh, uh, I wanna say the first of August. So we do have ability still for students to take a course in the summer if they'd like. However, you're not required to, but you will get a registration appointment for the summer term and the fall term. So it's not too late. So the reason why I'm asking that
0: is because I have parents that have kids still on the fence all right, so I'm gonna challenge you now. I'm a student, Mr. Galvin. I don't want to go to Community College. I didn't get into my top choice. I'm a 4.0 student. I've have a 1350 on my, you know, SAT, and I'm a 30 ACT. I don't, I'm just gonna go to Oregon, TCU, SMU. I'm gonna go
1: to just to a, another college. Why should I go to OCC? Well, those are fine institutions, and um, I'm definitely not going to try to talk somebody out of attending uh, a fine institution, but I will say this, and I worked 25 years with the California State University system prior to coming to Orange Coast College in 2008. So I've got 36 years of experience in higher education. The difficulty is this. When four-year institutions are looking at transfer students, the priority is, junior college or community college transfers, first-time freshmen, and everyone else. So if you're going to community college, you will be in that priority pool for admission to your school of choice. Then first-time freshmen, and then anyone else. And here's why. The four-year institution is already going to look at you and say, okay, Michael, you're already at University of wherever, you already have a four-year institution. We're trying to accommodate the students that don't have a four-year institution. Hmm. No one says that, but that's the reality. So that's why four-year transfers have a harder time because they're a lower priority. Now, I am not gonna sit here and tell you, you can have a 4.0 at this other institution, you've done all your coursework, and that you won't transfer. I'm not gonna say that, but the priorities are that. Community college transfers, First time freshman, everyone else. Do you think it's a stigma? Do you think there's a perception out
0: there that all my friends are going to these four year universities, and here I am going to, I call them community college, but so, you know some people still go. Oh, that's
1: JC. That's you're going to a. I will. I will share this with you. As I said, I've been here in, in Costa Mesa now since 2008. One of the things that I find uh, really refreshing and unique to Costa Mesa and OCC, is that there's no embarrassment about saying, I'm going to OCC. There just isn't. I can't say that for every other community college in the You're state. Right. I, I just can't. And I'm not trying to devalue what another community college says. But there were cases, and I saw this across California when I was recruiting and going to high schools and such, that they would say to each other, ah, you didn't get into a four-year, you've got to go to JC. no, 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 no. When I got here to Costa Mesa, I didn't hear that. I heard, oh yeah, I've got my plan. I'm going to OCC, getting my GEs out of the way, and then I'm transferring to UC here, Cal State there, whatever institution. And it was not frowned upon. It was an expectation. As I mentioned, I heard that from people. When I first got to this community, and I would go to the bank or grocery store, and if you notice, I wear OCC swag everywhere I go. Pirates. All the way. (laughs) People would say to me, oh... What do you do at Orange Coast College? And initially it was, well, I'm the new director of admissions and records. And here's the overwhelming response. What a great college that is. I went there. My kids are going there. We're so lucky to have such a great school in our backyard. When are we going to become a CSU? It would just be one of those things that you would sit and go, wow, these people love this community college. And I had heard that prior to taking the job. I didn't believe it until I got here and actually experienced it. So the support of OCC is different and unique exists. And you can even talk to, I would ask if you're on the fence, contact that for your institution that you really want to go to and say, you know, I'm thinking about going to Orange Coast and then transferring. And see what your response will be. Because I would challenge you that the response would be, that's a great school. Go get your stuff done out of the way. You'll have a great chance of being admitted to this institution. They're not going to promise you that, but they're going to tell you it's a good choice. Right. And let's get down to the bottom line figure because
0: parents, in today's time, finances are having a huge impact. If you look at some of my other podcasts and listen to them, there are choices being made today. My daughter's friends and their parents have made severe choices because of the financial impact with what's going on.
1: Let's talk about the affordability. Affordability is key. Now, if you're not aware, as you know, every community college now has a two-year promise program, and ours is called the Pirate Promise. So, you're a high school graduate, you want to attend community college, you want to go to Orange Coast College, guess what? Your first two years, as long as you maintain satisfactory academic progress, is free. You're not paying $46 a unit anymore. If you qualify for Pirate's Promise, you can go to OCC for free for two years. I'm going to stop you there because I heard free. That's my middle name. (laughs) Correct.
0: Okay. Frugal. Right. Parents, students, you're telling me Two years at a phenomenal community college, a feeder to some of the top UCs, if you meet requirements, Correct. kind of go high level, yeah. what are the requirements?
1: First time college student, you've not attended a college anywhere, whether it's community college or four-year anywhere else, you've got to be first time college right out of high school, okay? Okay. You've got to apply for financial aid. It's a requirement. Whether you receive financial aid or not is not the issue. You have to apply for it. Here's why. If you qualify for financial aid and there's some additional funding for you, great. You can use it for books, supplies, other things. But if you don't, we are still going to cover your fees, the cost of fees. So let, let me step back. Yeah, I said free. In actuality, when you're at 10 units at $46 a unit, that's $460. You do have some miscellaneous charges, college service charge, health fee, student representation fee. So you're looking at probably, I don't know, $46 a semester. Mm -hmm. If you qualify for Pirate's Promise, $46 a semester to be a full-time student. That's pretty darn reasonable. That means your graduation money or some of the other monies that maybe your folks have put away for you, guess what? It gets to stay in the bank, earn some additional interest, do some additional things for you and work for you while you're going to school, getting all your general education coursework out of the way. So when you transfer to that four-year institution, guess what? You're in upper division coursework, you're working on your major, and you went to school for, heck, less than a 100 bucks a year um, if you qualify for Pirate's Promise. I talk to parents
0: about this all the time. Why would you pay ten thousand dollars for this math class? I'm just kind of yeah. breaking it sure. out, right? Or ten thousand dollars for this English class when you can take that same class at a OCC correct. or even I'm gonna because I do want them on. You're yeah. friends with IVC yeah. and Golden West. Absolutely. These are feeders, correct? These
1: are great institutions. Absolutely, absolutely. They have Promise programs as well. So I don't want anybody to think that we're the only ones that have it. Every community college has a Promise Program, um, and their requirements may, may be a little different. We require that the students also enroll in 12 units full-time um, and maintain a, a certain GPA. So all that stuff, again, on our website. You can go to orangecoastcollege.edu, click Private Promise, and you can see the requirements and you know get that squared away so you have an option to go to school at a reduced cost. Very, very important that you do that. A lot is going on the campus
0: of OCC. Your students might not be able to experience it this fall, but let's talk about some of the big. You walk on OCC. To me, it's I've been over on campuses about 125 campuses. OCC is like a mid-major university. So let's talk about what's going on, the facilities, the buildings. Sell it, this is your, this is your chance, Efren.
1: <laughs> Orange Coast College is, is legitimate. Let's, uh, let's get it out in the open. Um, our community has supported OCC like no other with bonds and measures and, and those sorts of things so that we have the best um, features for our students, uh, buildings, programs, technology, all those things, so that these students can compete and be successful at the community college level. If you've driven by Fairview Road, and You've seen the building that's going in right now, right off of Fairview, uh, across the street from Costa Mesa High School. Um, our student services building, uh, uh, or it's the student union, two huge complexes that are going to be phenomenal. And when we do get back to school, which, as I said, could be any time. It may be fall. It may not be till spring, until the CDC and uh, college officials and the boards make some decisions, we are gonna come back to some phenomenal, phenomenal uh, resources for our students. That also doesn't include our aquatics complex, if you haven't seen that, phenomenal, Um, and our campus housing. And that is something that we're really excited about. Orange Coast College will be the only community college in Southern California to have on-campus housing. So
0: expand on that, because when I was prepping for this interview, I was thinking just community college, you commute from home, you drive 10, 15, 20 miles. Who's living in these housing facilities?
1: You know, it's it's interesting. I This is a great question. When I was at CSU Stanislaw in my early years, before we opened on-campus housing, there was a belief that only students from outside the immediate vicinity would be residential students. That's not what happened. And when residence housing was brought up a few years ago, I remember in a meeting with administration stating, well, don't just think that housing will be uh, occupied by out-of-area students, whether you're out-of-state or international or just the fact that you're from San Diego or the Inland Empire or LA or anyplace else, you'll be surprised at how many local students will want to live on campus. And I kind of got that, eh, yeah, sure, whatever, you don't know. But true to form, you'd be amazed at how many local students have opted to sign a contract to be on campus. There's a reason for that. When I've talked to parents and when I've talked to students, there's been a, a, and whatever you want to call it, a, an agreement, a deal, where mom and dad will say, you know what, go to OCC for two years. You can live on campus. After that, we'll work on financing your, you know, your desire to transfer to what's the matter, you, you know, in another state, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I want you to have that residential experience of being on a campus mm-hmm. with your team, uh, teammates, with your colleagues, with other students, so that you know what it's like to be on a campus. And it gives them an opportunity to be independent, grow up a little bit, make some decisions and that sort of thing. So the residents will vary from local students, out of state, international, student athletes. I mean, you're talking the entire gamut. How many students does it house? Our House. I believe the final number, if if it was full occupancy, I believe the final number was eight hundred and twenty six, but due to the pandemic, um, for example, they're not putting four people in a in a spreading quad. it out. Yeah, up. they're putting two, so the numbers will probably be a little lower, um, if again we are able to go into the fall term. Now, interestingly enough, this is important as well. Uh, there is another contract option for students that aren't sure that rather than move in in September or August or September, and I think there's been a little bit of delay of a move-in date. Um, I I think I just saw something on that. Rather than August, I think it's been pushed back to September. But I think there's also a contract option uh, for move-in in in January of 2021. So even for those that are not sure if they're going to get to go back to where they were in another state or another four-year institution, um, that option is going to be there for, uh, I guess, a... Full half year, starting in January through July. What's the cost? Well, it's it's again. I'll refer you to the website, but believe it or not, there is uh, there was a, a real conscious effort by the uh, folks that are in housing to have something for under a thousand dollars a month. Uh, I believe the final number was nine ninety five. So they did do that, um, but. I would recommend that you go to, um, you know, orangecoastcollege.edu and get information from housing as well. And you can see the different floor plans. It's great. The floor plans are there. Amazing. You can see the layout and uh, and inquire more about contracts, costs, and that sort of thing. So I'm
0: telling you followers and listeners, especially during this time, uh, may not happen this fall, but here's my takeaway. You could be a Not only a smart, educated student, right? Because obviously if maybe you're lower than the 3.0, that might be your only choice or option. But you can go to a community college right down the road. Feels like a nice, large university at $20,000. You can take these classes at a fractional price of what you're paying for a university. Transfer to a big-time university or your college choice in two years. But have that experience. Live in a campus. You can still go home and get your clothes washed by mom and dad, (laughs) right? And then you're going to have the campus life because let's talk about the campus life. I've been on the campus, you know what, and, and we'll talk about it because one of the greatest baseball coaches at OCC passed away this year. Alto. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I went to that memorial, and that's when I just saw the amazing atmosphere and the the, the student-athletes, and then you see everything that's going on in that campus, and there's
1: a good vibe going on at OCC. Let me tell you, I, I believe the final number is uh, 26 collegiate athletic uh, programs that we offer. OCC baseball, um, you know, Coach Altobelli did... Uh, some amazing work there. And for those of you that don't know, um, from 2009 to 2019, Coach Altabelli won four state championships, 2009, 2014, 2015, and again in 2019. That's unprecedented that a community college wins four state titles within 10 years. And not only that, within those 10 years, and i, I may not have the statistics right, I think he also went to the Final Four three of those additional seven years that he Mm -hmm. had in there. Didn't win it, but he became a Final Four team. So when you're talking baseball, and, and here's something that you may not hear. When I talk to those guys, and I know a ton of them, here's what stuck in my mind. Efren, if I didn't have to leave OCC baseball, I never would have the best experience I ever had was playing for Alto. That says a lot about the coach, says a lot about the program, says a lot about what the environment is and the legacy that OCC Baseball has. And that's important. And that exists in a ton of other sports where we've won national championships, state titles, things like that. In fact, in 2015, OCC Baseball was not only state champion, but they were also crowned, I hate to use the word mythical, but the mythical national champion. And um, that just doesn't happen to just any institution. That goes to show you with our swim programs, uh, swim and dive, uh, I think it was in 2018, uh, they won men's and women's state championships. Our cross-country teams have won state championships. Uh, basketball is one state championships. I mean, they compete. When students look and say OCC athletics, it speaks for itself. That's another place you should go to is go look at our athletic programs and see what we have to offer. Top notch. Well, you you talk about the baseball program
0: and somehow I knew I would weave it into this conversation because (laughs) Alto, we got to give him props. Props. And the last time I had a conversation was with my father-in-law and him. It was when he was talking about and helping him. He was showing my father-in-law the, the, the championship ring. The state ring. My uh, father-in-law obviously played at OCC. Yeah, he did. Uh, played baseball yeah. there. So I have a heart for OCC, and that's why you were one of the first director of admissions and community colleges that I reached out to, because my followers and listeners said, you, you, you need to get a, a, a community <laughs> college guy yeah. on. I'm like, yeah. I got the perfect person. I appreciate that. But you got academics. Right. You got athletics. Right. Uh, and it's right in our backyard and you're right for some of those students out there today that go to like the modern days, the Newport harbors, the Costa Mesa's, the CDMs, you ain't good enough for that D one. Well, the parents may think they're good enough, but they're not good enough. Just take a reality check. You,
1: you can go to OCC, right? We compete at a high level, whether it's athletics, academics, student government. There's another thing we haven't touched on. Um, our ASOCC does a phenomenal job with giving students an opportunity to do something that maybe uh, they hadn't done while they were in high school or they did and they'd like to continue. So many clubs, organizations on campus that you can be a part of, and I've said this in the 36 years that I've been in higher education, the most successful students are the ones that find something they like and they give it 110%. Whether you're a club member, whether you belong to an honor society, whether it's a fraternity, sorority, club, organization. Uh, get just involved. Get involved. And that helps you be successful in college. I, I applaud you for saying the same thing. I've always said that that those students who get involved in one way, shape, or form um, have a different experience while they're a college student. Well, I, I push that not only to my
0: kids, but every student I talk to, even in high school, right? My son's going to be a freshman in high school, and I said, I don't care what it is, just get involved. Participate. There's so much to do at the high school level, at the collegiate level, or in life, right? I have a daughter right now during the pandemic. She's up in Seattle at UW, and I said, just go find something to do. Matter of fact, my contact, it's all about contact. Sure. I know the director of admissions, mm. and he said, if your daughter wants to apply for a job, have her do it. Because, you know, it's, it's hard to get jobs. And, it's, and you just get involved. Go find
1: something to do. That, that's key. I believe the last time I looked at the numbers, there were over 66 different clubs and organizations on hmm. campus. Everything from honor societies to, uh, you know, a gamers guild. Uh, folks that like to you know compete in, in uh, online gaming and such uh, an accounting society um, you know all these different clubs and organizations that just get students together who all have the same passion for doing the same thing and that gives you an opportunity to get involved form a coalition of friends and colleagues and such and again gets you involved with what's going on on campus so you'll feel like you're part of the community college campus itself what would you tell a student out there right now
0: that's listening maybe incoming senior right or someone that just graduated not necessarily on the fence but to peak interest into a community college as OCC
1: you know I (laughs) I used to be able to say come visit uh because that was the biggest thing I think once students came on campus and said wow you have a lot more than I thought. When you look at the labs that we have, when you have the facilities that we have, when you look at the gigantic library that we have, when you look at the biological science uh, complex that we have and the astronomy lab, um, you know, and, and now we have the planetarium on campus and all these things, students say to me, I didn't realize how much you had. So a little challenging to do that now because we don't have in-person tours, but they're virtual tours and you can obviously do those online. Um, but I, I'm gonna tell you to be positive and, and let's hope that we get back soon and you'll have an opportunity to take advantage of the facilities, uh, the instruction, uh, the programs that are an option for students who are looking to a place to go like OCC. Um, And it just has to be one of those decisions that you say, I'm going to go here and I'm going to make the best of it. Um, Certainly when you go grudgingly, it makes it a challenge. uh, Because like anything else, and I've always used this as an an example, um, I hated mowing the lawn when I was a kid, but I knew I had to do it. Uh, Otherwise, I had to stay home on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Uh, But I did it. And as I became an adult and got my first... uh, own my own place I really took care to do my lawn properly and was proud of it so then I did a good job so it it, it comes down to that if you like what you're doing you're going to be successful at it if you don't it's going to be a challenge you hit it right on the dot
0: you have to be open-minded right and it's all mindset and I know some people that are class of 19 that went through their first year of community college and were there for a purpose Mm and and are now ready to take the next step. Well, shoot, they might be taking the next step <laughs> online. <laughs> right, Efren, I want to say thank you very much for being my guest, my first guest post COVID. Was right? a pleasure. We thank we you. are social distancing. <laughs> we did walk in with mask on. Um, I got to give it up again. Thanks to my executive producer Murph Cargus in the house. Our corporate sponsor Shorebird. Remember, ask for Alex. He'll hook you up with my favorite appetizers, which is. Uh, you got to go for the avocado fries, okay? <laughs> avocado fries. Right. And, Efren, I'm going to put you on the spot because I have a lot of followers and listeners that are modern-day families, Costa Mesa High, CDM, and Newport Harbor. And I've been really pushing OCC because I I just get frustrated when people are going to schools that they really shouldn't be going to because they didn't get into their top choices. And that could be a whole episode in itself. Could. but I want to direct them and i and if I have my close friends say, you know what,
1: go call my buddy. Yeah. Call Ephraim.
0: Maybe he'll give you the private tour when you guys are <laughs> able to walk on campus. Absolutely.
1: But. I'm a i I'm a big supporter. And if you want to email me, I have no problem with that. I'll be glad to answer your questions and uh, direct you and and give you, you know, some information that maybe you're curious about. You want to find out about a specific program, for example, more about uh, culinary arts, more about welding technology. Uh, luckily for me, in the 12 years I've been there, I've developed great working relationships with division deans, with directly with faculty members. And oftentimes, I can get you connected with an instructor in that area who can say, yeah, let me tell you about what we have. Let me talk to you about the job opportunities. Um, a perfect example is... I remember last year I had a student who I met at Starbucks, okay? And he said to me, listen, I, um, what, what can you tell me about OCC? And I said, well, I can tell you a lot. What are you interested in? He says, I, I don't know, but I, I went to another community college. It didn't really work out, so I don't know what to do. But I can't see myself working here for the long term. Um, so I brought him a college catalog. Those still exist. They're still on paper. And I said to him, go through this catalog. Tell me what you think you might be interested in. And if I know somebody in that division, I'll get you in touch with an instructor. He said, you'd be willing to do that for me? I said, absolutely, I'll help you. Yeah. So I gave him a catalog, saw him uh, in the next two weeks, and said, have you made a decision? He said, yes, I'm interested in aviation maintenance technology. Mm-hmm. I said, OK, I know somebody in that division. Called the instructor, said, can I bring this young man by? And he said, absolutely. Took the young man by, met him. Came back next day and he said, I'm excited. I really, the instructor gave me a lot of information. I want to do it. So this is a young man who hasn't been to school in, uh, I want to say, at least four years, maybe longer. Who completed this first semester this past spring, who I still see at Starbucks, by the way. Who said to me, Efren, I'm so excited. I have a 3.2 GPA. I've never had that kind of GPA. But I really liked the material that I was learning. I really like the instructors and I think I found something I'm gonna do and have a career. That to me is exciting because he wouldn't have thought of that. He hadn't, I mean, really did his homework, but just by talking to an instructor get an idea of what the job market is. I mean, you're talking about working on aircraft engines at John Wayne, LAX, any of the number of the airports that we have here and the job opportunities are there. That's just one example. Um, And I help students all the time try to find their way. I don't always succeed uh, because it takes, you know, commitment from the student as well. But I'm willing to give them the option and the opportunity. I want to thank our special guest, Efren Galvin,
0: director of emissions at Orange Coast College. And I do want to give a full disclosure because it's very important. The Pirate Program, that's right, first time college student. You have to be from California. Most of my listeners right here in Southern California, you are right here from Southern California. You have the opportunity for this pirate program. All right. Thank our executive producer, Murph Cargis, always mixing it up. Corporate sponsors, the Shorebird. Again, ask for Alex, the general manager. I'll be there Saturday night. Shorebird, get the Fonger discount. Until our next episode, Fonger News out.